0: You're listening to Rabbi Arya Woolby from Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Prayer Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the brand new Prayer Podcast. Today, we're going to do another introduction to prayer. Now, we talked last week about the importance, we spoke about many different areas of prayer last week, but I think this week we're going to focus a little bit on putting it into perspective, putting prayer into perspective. One of the biggest challenges that people have, and I, had, I got a text message yesterday from a listener saying, you know, it's just so difficult for me to imagine that I am talking to God. Me? I'm talking to God? Me? God? Like, uh, what's going on over here? So I, I want to just clarify this with a story, this young man comes into a bank, and he says to the banker, he says, I need uh, an enormous sum of money, and I need it now. So the banker laughs, and the banker says, you know, it's very nice that you need this large sum of money, but the way things work is not like that. You know, we have to fill out some documents and some paperwork, and and we have to do some background check on you and know that we can trust you, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, in a couple of days, he says, no, 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 I need this now, now. The banker's like, you know, laughing. like, And we're all saying here, that's not the way things work, right? You want a bank, you want a, a, a mortgage for your house. It's going to take a few weeks or months, you know, it takes some time. It doesn't happen overnight. He's very frustrated. He pulls out his phone, dials some numbers, and he talks to someone. And he gives the phone to the teller. And the teller is listening. He gives him back his phone. He says, Okay, I'll have it for you momentarily. And he gives him his money. Now, who was on that phone? On the phone was his father, this young man's father, who owns the bank. <laughs> see, you see, sometimes we think that it's just impossible. Nobody gets a loan so fast. Well, it depends your relationship with the owner. You see, our Father is God, creator of heaven and earth. Everyone tells you, oh, that's impossible. Really? Let, Let me put my father on the phone. You see, the rules that are created by man don't apply to God, the creator of heaven and earth. That's not the way it works. So, how do we get into a world, into an existence where we feel that we're talking to God? We said last week you can talk to God anytime, any place, and any way. Talk to Hashem. It doesn't have to be specific words. You need to talk with your own mouth directly to God knowing you're talking to the owner, to the boss. So how do we do that? So how fortunate I am that I was studying with my study partner this week, and we came upon the perfect teaching from Ramchal. Ramchal wrote the incredible book of Misilati Sharim, Way of the Upright, otherwise translated as path of the just, and he talks about understanding the power of the performance of a mitzvah and putting it into the right perspective. And which mitzvah does he choose to focus on? Prayer. Listen to this. A person must bear in mind while praying or performing a mitzvah that he is praying or performing that act in the presence of the king of all kings. You're standing right in front of him in the presence of the king of all kings. It is about this that the Tana, the great Tanaic sage Balazar, exhorted his disciples when he was deathly ill, where he said, And when you pray, know before whom you are praying. Okay, so a person, when he prays, you have to know in front of whom you are praying. So what's the problem now? How in the world am I supposed to know who I'm praying in front of? I've never seen God. I never walked into a room. You know, it's like you go to uh you go traveling, you go to all of these amusement parks that so you pay you pay a certain amount, you go into a room and you see the uh the tallest person in the world, the, the shortest person in the world. You pay, you know. What do I need to pay to see God? Where do I go? to like pay and i'll go behind the curtains and i'll see god where, where do i go to see god you see the problem is like this if you were able to just walk into the room and see god you would never have any doubts anymore your belief would be 100 firm because you know 100 there's a god so that's that would, that would pose a big problem because you'd go crazy too You're like, I know there's a God, and I know that he's going to hold me accountable, and I know that if I don't produce, I'm in trouble. On the other hand, when we don't know that there's a God 100%, we can can work on our identifying of Hashem. That means when you don't see God sitting on a chair in his office, You have a balance of choice. You have what we call free will. You have the ability to work on seeing God through all the hints that he puts around you. Or you can decide, no, the easier path is for me just to say that I'm an atheist or whatever and not believe in God. But that option is in front of every person, which is exactly where God wants us to be. To have the option of knowing God and seeing God through His world, through His creation, through our lives, through every single interaction that we have, we can open up our eyes and see, yeah, I didn't recognize at the moment that Hashem was performing this. But Hashem did. Now looking back, I see it. As a side note, we know that Moses was having a conversation with God and talking to Hashem, saying, I want to see your face. Now, what does it mean? Hashem doesn't have a face. Hashem doesn't have eyes and nose and mouth and, like, catch a cold, you know, have sniffles. Hashem, that, that doesn't work. That, that's not how Hashem operates. So what does it mean that Moshe is saying, I want to see your face? God says, no, you can only see my back, but you can't see my my front. What? God doesn't have a back just like He doesn't have a front. Sages explained something so beautiful. The front means the future, the back means the past. Moshe was saying, Help me understand the future. I want to see the future. I want to see how things play out because it doesn't make sense to me. You did this and you did that. You did this. How does this play out? How does this seem right? We know everything Hashem does. Hashem is just and Hashem is right. But I can't understand it. So what does Hashem say? You can't see the future. But you know how you could see me? Look at the past. If you look at the past, you'll see that I always put everything together. Everything was perfect. Look at your past. You're all very young. But if you look at your past few years you'll see hey you know what what I was worried about I had nothing to worry about everything worked out it worked out even better than I had hoped every single time so why are we so obsessed of knowing the future we're so obsessed about knowing the future why because we want to feel in control Shem says one second, one second who's in control me or you who's in control The idea here is that what we need to do is put ourselves into a situation where, you know, to infuse ourselves with that emuna. Look back. Look back at all the times that you were worried. Oh my goodness. How am I going to get that passport on time? It's impossible. Oh my goodness, we're going to miss the flight. Oh, we're going to this, that, that, everything that we were worried about. Look at the worries, at the stress, at the anxiety you had last week and see if it all worked out. Not nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 times it worked out better than you expected. Why? Because there's a God pulling the strings and we're the puppets moving our hands and we're like, I want to be in control. Prayer, the first step in prayer is recognizing that God is the puppet master. When someone says something that is aggravating or that is painful to you, it's Hashem sending you a message through that person. That person is the representative that God sent to give you this insight. You know, in a way... When we talk about talking in front of Hashem, so we ask, like, but I don't know how to do that. You know, it reminds me of a story. There's this young man who went, he had a lifelong dream to become a scuba diver. So finally, one day, he decides, that's it, today's the day, I'm gonna become a scuba diver. So he goes to scuba diving school, and they start teaching him the theory. They teach him, you know, the breathing methods. They teach him, you know, what's gonna happen. And you know, they give him all the gear and he's all pumped up and excited about this whole new adventure of life. He's always been wanting to be a scuba, a scuba diver. Finally they go out, today's the day. They go out and they're gonna all practice with everything they've learned. And guys start jumping off. Getting into the water, and here this individual says, "I can't jump in." What do you, you can't jump in? You know, I understand it's first time, a little exciting, but you know, it's fine. You can you can jump in, get in. He says, "No, no, no I can't jump in." He says, "What do you mean you can't jump in? Jump in, just get in the water, ready." You, 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 he says, "I don't know how to swim." You see, the problem is, is we're talking about. Talking to Hashem, but what's if we don't know what Hashem is? What's if we don't have, means I say, talk to God, talk to God, talk to God, but I don't know what God is. You're telling me to talk to God, but I don't know who He is. First base is understanding and building our relationship with God. How do we do that? Take a listen. While praying, you are actually standing before the Creator. Blessed is His name. And you are communicating with Him. Even though man's eyes do not see Him. We don't see God. Even though man's eyes do not see Him. Now realize that this is the most difficult thing to visualize in one's heart with an accurate picture. You're having a difficult time understanding God. First, you have to believe in God. And we talked about this many, many times previously in our other podcasts, in the Jewish Inspiration podcast, in the Parsha Review podcast. I mean, every podcast we talk about belief in knowledge of Hashem. If a person doesn't have knowledge of Hashem, there's no way you can pray. What you could do is you can pray, Hashem, I want to see you clearly. Hashem, help me. I believe, perhaps, you're out there. Maybe. Person can pray for emuna. But when we are praying, we have to understand that it's the most difficult thing for one to visualize God with an accurate picture, because what is God? What is God? What, what what are we imagining we're, we're talking in front of God who is that thing what are we you understand what what are we doing is God a cloud is God a throne is God a king is God a tree what, what are we we understand we're putting we're standing there every day three times a day and we're praying what image are we visualizing? of God. This is what the Ramchal is saying. It's the most difficult thing to visualize in one's heart with an accurate picture. Being that the physical senses do not assist in this endeavor at all. Nevertheless, despite this difficulty, one who is of sound intellect with a little bit of contemplation and focus can etch into his heart the truth of the matter. How would he praise He comes before Hashem and literally communicates with God directly. And before him, he beseeches. And from him, he implores. And he, blessed is his name, in turn listens to him and pays attention to his every word. In the same way that a person speaks to his friend and his friend pays attention and listens to him. So imagine, you're talking to your friend and you're talking to them. We acknowledge, yeah, I hear you. And you talk back and I acknowledge and I hear you. That's the way God is sitting there listening to our every word. Now imagine, now it's uh, election season. Election season. What happens to election season? I'll tell you what happens. Come out and you have microphones. You have all the microphones by this podium all the microphones and it comes and it says Walby for president, right? 2024 and, you know, all the pomp and all of the excitement and the the balloons and the flags and everything. I come out there, all the cameras, everything is ready. NBC, ABC, CNN, CBS, everything. Everyone is ready. And everyone is putting their cameras, they're listening to every single sound come out there and say, my dear friends, America is in trouble. and Therefore, I am the greatest candidate running. We do the whole spiel. Every word is counted. Every word reading from that teleprompter so carefully. Reviewed. How many times? Why? Because we're talking to a few cameras and to some microphones. Imagine that Every time you pray, God is there with all the cameras, with all the microphones. God doesn't need the cameras or the microphones. But imagine that. Just put that image out. And now you're coming and saying, Hashem, Hashem open my lips. And my mouth will utter your praises. Life, Action. God is listening to every word. Oh, You need help with that. God's taking care of everything, listening to every word. God is not a person and God is not an object. God is creator of heaven and earth. And God thinks it's so important who you are that God himself listens to each of our prayers. Listen to what he says and God Himself, listens to him and pays attention to his words. God doesn't say, oh, I'm gonna have, I'll have my people speak to your people. You understand know how incredible this is? That God Himself listens to our entire prayer. It's it's astonishing. And who are we? We're simple men. Simple people. Me? I, just, a, just a guy from Meyerland. You know, what do I, me? You think God cares about what I have to say? You think God cares about my opinion? You think God cares about my little small things? Remember, I, I've brought this example before, but it's because one of the participants in class, God doesn't care about my son's little league game. Yes, he does. God cares about every single thing going on in your life. And God will h- help you and handle everything for you. But if God will handle it, why do I need to pray? Because here's the, It's a very important question. We know God will take care of everything, even if I don't pray. So why do I need to pray? Prayer is the connector that builds the relationship between us and God. Without praying without praying we don't have a relationship it's an unbelievable thing prayer means i'm investing in my relationship with god prayer doesn't make you religious prayer doesn't make you you know uh well i'm not orthodox right that you know i've heard people say that it's like come on prayer means i want to invest in my relationship with god That's what prayer means. You don't have to be a rabbi to pray. Every single person on planet Earth should pray to God. Talk to God. Say, God, I want to be close to you. This is what King David says. King David says, there's nothing I want more than being close to you. That's the only thing I want. So he prayed for it. Hashem, I want to be close to you. Hashem, I'm facing challenges. I need some of your guidance. Protect me. Heal me. Guide me. Because it's all about the relationship with God. So prayer is not about saying a whole bunch of words. And that's why the Talmud says, balev. what is the work of the heart? Zohi tefillah. That's prayer. Because you need heart to have a relationship. You need heart. You cannot have a relationship with no heart. This is the key. The key to our growth in our relationship with God is by talking to God. You talk to God, you develop your relationship. And that leads us to what we said last week. That when we pray, every word needs to be counted like a coin. Just like you count money, $1, $2, $3, $4. You count each one. So too, when we pray, we're talking to creator of heaven and earth. We're investing in our relationship with God. That's not something that we should take lightly. Now, I want to add something to this. There was a rabbi who came to visit town a few years ago. And it's about 10 years ago. And he gave a lecture and I was stunned by what he said. I ran over to him after and I said, I need to have the source for this. I'll tell you what he said in a minute. It's the most incredible thing. He said, what is the purpose of our life, the entire purpose, everything. What's the bottom line purpose of everything in our life? One thing. Giving thanks to Hashem. Okay? And his what he said was, was that Adam and Eve, in what way did they fail and why were they punished? Because they lacked proper gratitude. They took it for granted. Here we are in the Garden of Eden. We have everything you can possibly imagine. Anything you can imagine. Any food you wanted. Any game you wanted. Any uh, clothes you wanted. None of it. They didn't need any of it. They had everything. They They had the closeness to Hashem. They had everything. Except for one thing. Proper gratitude and appreciation for what they had. God says... Now get out of the Garden of Eden. Start being thankful for what you have. And then you'll live in a life of Garden of Eden. And he said, our entire prayer is about giving thanks to Hashem. Think about it. He's right. Our entire prayer is about giving thanks to Hashem. Thank you. Thank you for opening my eyes. That means that we need to live a life where we don't take one thing for granted. Not one thing for granted. We need every single thing we have in our life we need to say thank you for. So you ask for wisdom. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me some intellect. You're the one who gives, right? If you look look at the Amidah, if you look at the prayer book, Everything is about giving praise to Hashem. Thank you. And the more we say thank you, the more our connection grows with God. You cannot be arrogant and pray. It doesn't work. Unless you're just mumbling words. It's impossible to be arrogant and pray. Why? because when you truly pray you realize i do nothing hashem does everything whatever i do have is only from hashem who am i to be high and mighty about myself being so smart being so wealthy being so talented what are you talking about who gives it to you we pray for it we ask hashem hashem please give me wisdom give me insight give me hashem please forgive me give me redemption Give me health and healing. Give me prosperity. We we ask for it. Hashem is the one who gives it. You can't pray if you're arrogant. Because part of being arrogant is you think everything is me. Part of prayer is recognizing nothing is me. Everything is from Hashem. The essence, the essence of prayer is recognizing that everything is from Hashem. And I thank you for it. If you look at the end of the Amidah, how do we close off the end of the Amidah? We say we talk about the, the temple service, but then Thanksgiving. We give thanks, and we thank Hashem for everything. Thank you. Our souls that are our souls that are protected by you and entrusted to you daily and the miracles that you perform with us every single day and the wonders. That's how the Amidah ends. It ends with thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Endlessly. Because when I realize that everything is from Hashem, now it's a different relationship. It's a different relationship. It it parallels, if you think about it, a child. What's the what's the, the casualty of a child? Is that a child, when they're born, doesn't have the intellect to realize what's really going on here. So the child is born. The child needs a mother. How are they going to feed? They need their mother to feed them. So they feed from their mother. And they're dependent only on their mother. Their entire existence is on their mother. They have no mother. Very difficult. It's really, it's unbelievable. But then the child grows becomes a little bit more independent, more independent, more independent. Then they become a teenager. And then they're the king of the universe. My parents are so dumb. They don't get it. They don't understand. The child starts rebelling. Who do they think they are? Just a few years ago, your life was dependent on me. And suddenly you're so high and mighty about yourself. Sometimes we get some sense, but sometimes people live the rest of their lives with that attitude, not realizing that they are dependent on their mother. We can live our lives not realizing that we are dependent on the Almighty. If you look at me, look at my bank account. I don't need anybody. I control things. I pay my way through anything not realizing that with one flick of a switch, God doesn't need to flick any switches, by the way, but with one will of Hashem, the heart stops beating. What do you do then? What do you do when the lungs collapse and you have no oxygen? What do you do when your eyes just shut off? Does it happen? No, because Hashem loves us and He continues to bestow His kindness upon us every single second of the day. And that's why we give thanks. Because we realize, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, coming to think of it, why should my eyes continue to see? Only one reason. Because Hashem loves me and He gives me the ability to continue to see. Oh, let me say a prayer for that. And then we have in our morning blessings. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Pokeach Who gives sight to the blind. We're considered blind, by the way. But Hashem gives us the ability to see. You see a blind person, tell them, you know, we're the same. But Hashem gave me the ability to see. In my blindness. It's it's an unbelievable gift that every single day we should feel the yearning, the the desire, the... uh, I can't wait to say thank you, Hashem. I love my life. I can't live it and think like it's me who did it. Hashem, this is you who has given this to me. And I'm forever grateful. So my dear friends let's go ahead and take a step in our prayer. Recognize we're standing in front of God, creator of heaven and earth. Who wants our prayers, who counts our prayers, who sits there and listens to our every word, as the Ramchal over here says, explicitly. God listens to him, to the person's praying, and pays attention to his every word. God listens even if you're not in synagogue. God listens even if you're not wearing a prayer shawl. God listens wherever you are. Talk to Hashem. Because Hashem loves to hear from us. The more we talk to Hashem, the more we'll build our relationship with Hashem. Hashem should bless us all that our prayers should always be accepted and always bring us to a connection of being closer to Hashem through it. Amen, and thank you so much.